The rules of retirement have changed. No longer can most of us rely on Social Security or a single pension to fund our futures. We're living longer, and retirement doesn't just last a handful of years anymore. Instead, you might stay retired for 20 or 30 years, and maybe even more. We need to look at retirement through a new lens, with fresh eyes, with a new approach and plan of attack. Here to answer the call are financial advisors John Texera and Nick McDevitt of PFG Private Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Tampa Bay area. This podcast is Retirement Planning Redefined, and it starts right now. Back here with us for another edition of Retirement Planning Redefined, the podcast with John and Nick from PFG Private Wealth. Gentlemen, how's it going? Nick, how are you today, my friend? Doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there, not doing too bad. We are into December, uh, moving along nicely on this. John, how are you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. No complaints. It's uh, getting a little cooler here in Florida, which is nice. It was, uh, it's been uh, been hot, so it's nice to get a little uh, cool. No more humidity. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you guys? Uh, are you now as planners? You guys plan a lot of things, but are you the same way when it comes to holiday shopping? Have you kind of gotten some of this uh, knocked out? We're at about the middle of the month here now in December. So, are you guys ready to roll for Christmas, or are you I'll last take minute? That one first. Okay. No, I do a lot of Amazon shopping on <laughs> December 19th. Me and you both. But how, how about you, Nick? Anything I can do to avoid going to a store, I do. So. The majority and, of you know, my shopping. I think so many of us are that way, right? Which obviously we can see in the death of brick and mortar, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But yeah, absolutely. I agree with you there. Well, hopefully folks, you're out there uh, getting your shopping done. Maybe you're checking out this podcast while you're driving around doing some shopping or walking around in the malls or whatever the case might be. Uh, that is kind of the beauty of podcasting. It's not like traditional radio, obviously. So you have more options and hopefully you're subscribed to the podcast, Retirement Planning Redefined. Do it at Apple, Google, or Spotify and a couple others as well. And you can find the the links if you want uh, and podcast episodes on their website at pfgprivatewealth.com that's pfgprivatewealth.com all right part five i think this is going to probably wrap it up too for our series on social security Uh, we're going to talk about survivor benefits Um, guys give us some things to think about here survivor benefits are available to children and surviving spouses correct yeah, so uh, it is available to children, surviving spouses. For for today's session, we're going to focus more on surviving spouses because that comes into play more when we're doing uh, retirement planning. Okay. So we always like to actually joke around with the uh, survivor benefit. Not not many people are aware, but they get a nice two hundred fifty five dollar lump sum death benefit. <laughs> right. Yep. You know, if the spouse were to pass away. Obviously, not and has not been adjusted for inflation. Uh, yeah. No, that doesn't cover much of anything, does it? No, no, it doesn't. But they do get a monthly benefit as a survivor. And you know that when it comes to planning, that uh, does help out quite a bit when we're talking about strategies and trying to figure out a plan for a survivor. Kind of some rules that go with that. A survivor can actually start drawing Social Security at age 60 versus 62, which is um, kind of the normal for a spouse, which we discussed last week. It is important to note that uh, as a reminder, if even though they're eligible to, to draw at 60, there are still the income tests from the standpoint of reductions. So if that person is working, then it may not make a whole lot of sense for them to take it that early. Yeah. Um, what Nick's reference is, we talked about the earnings penalty. If you uh, start taking Social Security before your full retirement age, that does still apply at age 60. So if you're still working, most likely that will wipe out any Social Security benefit you're going to get as a survivor. Some other things to consider, and I'll, and I'll kind of give some examples of this. Survivor benefit is not available if, a, if someone remarries before age 60, 
Okay. Unless of course that marriage ends. So um, we've had situations where we were planning for clients and they were, we were talking about doing some survivor strategies and they actually, let's just give an example, they were 57 and were considering getting married and actually preferred their marriage until age 61 to be safe, which um, I don't think the uh, spouse was too happy with us on that because it deferred the marriage, but it made sense because we actually did some pretty interesting strategies, which we'll talk about later to maximize the social security. For the widow to be eligible for those survivor benefits, they had to have been married for at least nine months. There is a caveat to that where if the death was an accident, that could come into play. So essentially, let's give, that's a pretty small window. So that, you know, pretty lenient, but it is important to understand the nine month rule as well. Yeah. And, and we, we stress a lot on just understanding what your situation is. Uh, just kind of an example of that I had a client that thought she was eligible for Social Security because she was married, but he passed away when they were within eight months of marriage and she was shy actually being eligible and the whole time, I would say the last six, seven years, she was playing on it and then didn't qualify for it. So it's a shock. And unfortunately for her, she was hitting 62. So it made a big difference to her overall plan. Gotcha. Okay. So good, good information there. Uh, surviving spouses benefit is based on what? So essentially the kind of the caveat to this is whether or not people have been collecting so if both spouses are receiving their benefits and there is death, then the surviving spouse receives the higher of the two. Not both. Correct. Not both, which some people we have seen get surprised about how that works. But it's important to understand that they receive the higher of the two, not both. And one of the big factors that gets calculated into you know the, the, the firm calculation of the amount of money that the widow will receive takes into account when the deceased spouse originally claimed their benefit. And it gets a little bit confusing, quite frankly, for most people, but it has to, it factors in, you know, essentially whether or not they took it before or after their full retirement age. So John will walk us through an example on that, but, you know, it is important to understand how this works. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, we like to do everything in the realm of planning. So this is where doing the social security maximization strategy is very important. Social security is a big part of someone's retirement income. So you want to make sure that you're making the best decisions available to you because the last thing you want is to look back and 10 years ago, it's like, oh, I wish I did this. I could have had, you know, X amount of dollars or really been enjoying my time a little bit more. So just going to touch on an example of that. We'll just, we'll call them Jack and Jill. You know, we talked about some survivor strategies last week, but let's say Jack's uh, full retirement benefits twenty four hundred doesn't take his so he gets eight passing at seventy. Basically, Jill can jump on and actually take you know, let's say the benefit increase to two thousand nine hundred seventy six increases. That will be her new basically benefit for social security. So she gets a nice increase. And that's where we talked about really trying to protect the spouse and giving them uh, more income for life. And if she decides to draw early, let's say she takes a 62, which um, anytime you draw early, you do get a reduction of benefit. The reduction will be based off of now the higher amount that he deferred, which is a nice um, little caveat with a really do some planning for a spouse. And one of the things too, you know, from a comparison standpoint is um, when we discuss the spousal benefits and how the spousal benefits do not grow past full retirement age, the death benefits does or the widow benefits survivor benefit does grow past for an age so another reason why that's you know really a big factor 
Yeah. And one thing that we'll always do if we're incorporating strategies, you always typically want to delay the higher benefit. So if you're looking at, hey, I have an opportunity to take a widow's benefit or my own, typically, you no know, rule of thumb, and everyone's different, but you know, rule of thumb is defer the higher ones. So I'll give my family as an example. My father-in-law, his um, wife passed away young and basically age 60, he was, you know, he was able to actually draw her social security benefit at 60, which would reduce the amount. Most of his income's from real estate income and investment income. So it didn't, earnings penalty didn't apply to him. So the plan is he's taking the widow benefit at 60 and he's deferring his and at full retirement age, he's going to switch over to his and get his full retirement benefit. So from 60 to 66, he was actually able to get some type of benefit. And then at 66, he'll jump to his own and get the full amount. Yeah. So some good strategies, some good things to think about, good information here when we're talking about the survivor benefits. So a couple final key points or key takeaways, guys, just to think about. So, you know, things to consider is that, uh, you know, a reminder that basically when the person passes away, their social security benefits stop. And um, if the surviving spouse is going to take one, they'll take either their own or the um, deceased spouse, whatever one's higher. You know, just making sure that it's important to plan and make sure the strategy is best for you based on your situation. There's, you know, Social Security, you know, this is everything, not just survivors. It's very confusing. And there's a lot of different things you can do. So if you're working with an advisor, just make sure that they have the capabilities to stress test your decisions to make sure you're making the correct decision based on your situation and not your neighbors. Or as Nick likes to say, you know, up north, his clients, they talk to their plumber. So. Yeah, everybody up north likes to get an opinion from somebody else. We will talk about opinions. But so anyways, I think the biggest kind of overlying thing, and, and we talk about it a lot, but we can't emphasize it enough. And and even when we do overemphasize it, people still ask, but this is not a decision to be made in a vacuum. You know, so many other factors tie into this decision. And even when we plan, so, you know, as an example, I was walking somebody through a plan uh, this week, and they're three or four years out from retirement. And even though we have a strategy set up for Social Security in the plan on what we plan to do, you know, from a baseline standpoint, you know, they asked, and I really had to emphasize that realistically, this decision doesn't really get made until maybe three to six months before their retirement. So we may plan for a certain strategy for four or five years, but the importance of playing and updating your plan every single year cannot be understated because especially with social security, you know, if we're in the midst of a recession, if we're in the midst of a 2008, we're not going to have somebody take a bunch of money out of their nest egg, even though for the last five years we planned, you know, to do that. We're probably going to have at least one of them take social security protect the value of the nest egg, give it time to bounce back and then adjust accordingly. So it's really is the planning is really a kind of a living, breathing thing in it. You know, it always, we always have to adapt and adjust. Nope. I think that's a great point. We've said that many times here on the podcast that you've got to have a plan and you have to realize that that plan needs to evolve much like your life's going to. A lot of times we 
kind of get a collection of things. We have some investments. We have some insurance vehicles. We think about Social Security. Maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension and you say, okay, well, I've got this collection of things. I'm good to go. I have a retirement plan. And no, you have a collection of things. So pulling them all together in a full retirement plan is really important. And that's what John and Nick do uh, every day at PFG Private Wealth. So give them a call if you've got questions or concerns. Get on the calendar at 813-286-7776. That's 813-286-7776. Don't forget to go to the website, pfgprivatewealth.com. You can always uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, get new episodes, check out past episodes, things of that nature on Apple or Google or Spotify. So check them out online as well at pfgprivatewealth.com. And also share the podcast with uh, folks that you think might benefit from it as well. And this has been Retirement Planning Redefined. Thanks so much for staying tuned in to the show. John, Nick, thanks for your time as always. I hope you have a happy and safe holiday and we'll talk actually I think in 2020 sounds good All right. you guys thank you yeah, absolutely take care and enjoy the holidays everybody and we'll see you next time right here on retirement planning redefined PFG Private Wealth Management LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. The topics and information discussed during this podcast are not intended to provide tax or legal advice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed on this podcast. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed insurance agents.